there are two tales waiting for you, told one after the other by an odd set of two. So prepare yourself, dear one, because this is Drops of Darkness. I am Stranger, and I tell only fantasies. Whenever your world has a grip on your throat, I am there waiting to unleash the monsters that sleep in my mind so that they may remind you that you have sharp teeth and claws of your own. It's been two days since I first slept through the night. I was suspicious upon waking, and rightfully so. Decades. That's how long it's been since the nightmares began. I've accepted them. I've learned not to fight it. To just look away. If the images were still burned into my mind by the morning, I told myself that they weren't real. And eventually, even believed it. So when I say I slept through the night, without a single flicker of nightmare, know that that was more jarring than anything else. I laid in my bed and I wondered if I had woken up at all. If this was maybe some new way for my subconscious to torture me. I felt awake. But would snakes begin to slip from my eyes? Would my teeth turn to gritty mush on my tongue? Would the gray hands reach up from my sheets to drag me somewhere dark and filled with countless floating faces? As I laid there, I waited for the horrors to come, but all that touched me were thin streams of sunlight leaking through the blinds. Sleep hadn't fully left my body yet, leaving my limbs feeling heavy and warm. It was comfortable, and I was afraid. That feeling followed me through the day, a vague sense of unsettled, as if someone had come into my home and moved everything slightly off-center. But it gradually faded until it too became something that I could look away from and accept. My nights were filled with horrible things, but my days were much different. I think that's how I made it this long. Why it's easy enough to dismiss the lengths my subconscious will go to unravel my mind as I sleep. I have everything I've ever wanted. A beautiful home. A career that I love. Hobbies that satisfy my need to create. As well as my need for distraction. It didn't start until this morning. When I woke up again, well rested. Disturbed by the lack of cold sweat at my temples. But I didn't lie there and wait. As this time, the terrors greeted me quickly. The dark corners of my room stretched inward. The shadows within them inhaling the sweet scent of my unease. I turned away as they grew longer and darker only to find a face waiting patiently for me to notice its presence. It shouldn't have been there, staring like that from between the pillows. I went to bed alone, as I always do. 
and its toothless smile grew wide as it watched me realize that I was now far from alone. I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake, I said, closing my eyes. You're not supposed to be here when I'm awake. Why not? Asked a voice in my mind. I climbed out of bed and just looked away. I got ready for work and told myself it was not real. And kept saying it too, even though something was clearly taking it as a challenge. Why not? It asked me again as I was brushing my teeth. Before I could answer, I felt my molars come loose and tasted the warm blood that filled my mouth from the now empty sockets. Why not? I heard over the sound of my teeth hitting porcelain amongst the minty white foam, spit, and blood. When I looked up, I ignored the red that dripped off my chin and watched the translucent figure over my shoulder in the mirror. The edges around them shimmered like heat waves. And while I couldn't see their eyes, I could feel them as they watched me. Not real, I said, wiping my mouth. The edges around the figure flexed and knit themselves tighter together. Why not? Because I am awake. I looked away and walked through them, ignoring the smell of rotting flesh that filled my lungs as I did. I called into work once my mouth had stopped bleeding, sure that whoever picked up wouldn't hear what I did in the background. How could they? The shadows that spoke to me now as they peeled themselves off the walls were not real, after all. Are you okay? Where are you? They asked. It sounds crowded. I nearly hung up the phone. I'm fine, I told them, closing my eyes. I just need some sleep. So that's what I did. Everything had started to shift, but I just kept walking until I found my way back to my room. My mother was standing outside the window, screaming at me to let her inside. By the time I had climbed back into my bed, it was my brother, pleading with me to open the window. But I ignored them and stared at the spot where the light bent all wrong, where the figure was watching me still. I watched as the dirt-covered fingers wrapped around the edge of my bed, but I didn't close my eyes. I focused as hard as I could on the feeling of the sheets wrapping themselves around my neck. I strained my ears to listen to every detail of the sound of my best friend at the window, asking me why I wouldn't let him in. That's where I am now, and my eyelids are heavy but I will lay here and think. I will think about the nightmares and the terrible things until my eyes close by themselves. I'll think about them and drag them back into my head. I can see the edges around the figure start to waver and tear. I'll conjure the dark things and the shadows and the monsters. And when I do fall asleep, I will hold them tight in the blackness behind my eyes, where they belong. Hello everyone, 
In between stories, we'd like to highlight a cause that is worth our collective attention. For November, we decided to highlight Doctors Without Borders. This is a nonprofit that provides medical care to those affected by war, conflict, and disaster. In a world where conflict and crisis seem to never cease, they are on the front lines bringing hope, healing, and humanity to those who need it most. You can find out more and donate at doctorswithoutborders.org or from the link on our website at dropsofdarkness.com. Now, back into the shadows we go. I am someone, and I tell only truth. Whenever something slithers through the barrier between worlds, I am there. Not to stop them, but to watch them and remind you of the countless terrors your kind has survived all on their own. During the first few months before we got our own apartment, I spent most of my nights at my partner's place. We were barely out of high school, and he lived in what was essentially a converted basement apartment at his mom's. But for two people who hadn't even hit their 20s, it was pretty great. The only drawback was that a section of the basement had to still be used for storage, so there were totes and bags and boxes all stacked to the ceiling in the corner. Compared to the rest of the space, it was a bit of an eyesore, so my boyfriend decided to hang a large curtain that divided the living area and the storage corner. It was great. At first. It brightened the room, made it feel more like a regular apartment and less like a basement, and hide the totes, but despite all that, everything felt darker and heavier. We didn't think much about it because, why would we? We hung a curtain, so what? But the two weeks that followed were absolutely terrible. We started getting into fights over nothing. We felt exhausted all the time, like something was draining our energy. Our things started to go missing or get moved around, which led to more petty arguments. Then we started hearing things loud footsteps when we were both sitting on the bed and even once old music box music that was so clear and audible that we thought the other had gotten a new weird ringtone we eventually tracked the music to inside the couch but when we were just about to tear off the last cushion it stopped this went on for days until one night when my partner and i were standing at opposite ends of the space facing each other and talking I was mid-sittance when a huge shadow figure, nearly as tall as the ceiling, stepped out from behind the curtain. It stooped over slightly and walked in slow motion right between us until it disappeared behind the furnace ductwork and stairs. We had both froze and stayed that way, not saying anything for a solid few seconds until I quietly asked, Did you see that too? He just nodded his head, then we took turns comparing details of what we just saw, and it was the same thing. Super tall, shadow figure, stooped over, slow motion, walked behind the stairs. Without another word, he walked over to the curtain and yanked it down. 
It was like the whole basement let out a sigh of relief. Whatever weird, dark energy was gone, and that was the last time we saw that shadow man. At least, in that house. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Drops of Darkness, which is written, voiced, and produced by Anodyne Vaughn and Cameron Helquaik. If you enjoyed your drift into the shadows, help keep the stories alive by sharing the show, leaving a review, and if you really want to earn the favor of these dark storytellers, tether yourself to their world by tapping subscribe. If you have a true paranormal story of your own that you'd like to be read by someone, you can make the offering to submissions at dropsofdarkness.com or through the form on our website. Until next time, dear one, and remember, when the darkness looks your way, hold 